and I would get like a random job to like fill my days with like, random stuff. Yeah, and to like it. I feel like it adds to like the joie de vie of like being a human being to be like I have a job. A job. <laughs> to then when people are like, "What do you do?" Then you're like, "I." work at the post office and mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do but, but my like, hobbies are like all these fun things like yeah I write erotic novellas and, yes. <laughs> and I'm making way more money at that but the post office gives me a pension and yes. it makes me feel nice to know that that's there anyway uh what should our book be about <laughs> oh my God. I like I don't know I, it's like we had so many random ideas yes I feel like I think it has to be something at least a little stupid. Yes. Because otherwise I'm not going to I feel like it has to... You and I, like, love having, like, a passive-aggressive commentary on something. Yes. So it's, like... It would I do def- like that. So, it would, like, <laughs> so definitely it'll be, like, politically motivated. That'd be fun. So maybe, to our earlier point, it could be about... It could be about Child Star um, with, like, a politically motivated backing. Mm. Or could be about... It could be... I don't know. Would there be something to, like... Talking about, like, someone becoming vegan and then, like, grappling with the complex of vegan community. It's like... Because, okay, spoilers for... Have you seen The Good Place? Yes, I love The Good Place. Okay, so skip ahead, like, I don't know, like, two minutes or so. If you haven't seen at least season three of The Good Place, Mm -hmm. I haven't seen season four yet. But I did really appreciate the uh, third season story arc of human life being so complicated that no one can be good anymore. Yes. And I was like, I enjoy this dynamic. I no. want to explore this more. Um, I think I feel you like and I could write like a thing. really good thing about like... A weird satire. Like morals and pol- I think you and I could <laughs> write like the modern like Atlas Shrugged. I didn't read that. I didn't that. read Atlas Shrugged. I didn't, what I understand I about Atlas Shrugged. It's like you and I would write <laughs> something that is like will be the like comedic like version of Ayn Rand <laughs> yeah it would be like uh did you ever read like a modest proposal like the you essay? did yes. <laughs> and you've told me about it yes, the essay about it's like I feel like you and I would write something like, like a that. like a very long-winded satire yes you and or I would write an alternative universe of something yeah that's that I think fun. you and I would write like a political satire and I don't know what the plot of it is but I think I we know. have to frame it as a fan fiction and then change all the names and then You're I right. Be... I think that would flow from this. And that all we could get the rumor going that we changed it, and then there would be all this speculation about what kind of fan fiction yeah. it was. That would be fun. All right, welcome to Fine Pairings. <laughs> It'd be like, it... oh, I was going to say great innovation. I meant uh, great. What the f? Great Not... expectation. No, I was. What was the fan? Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey. I was like Grey's Anatomy. It'd be like if Grey's Anatomy. No. <laughs> it was no. I was trying to say like. If no one had known Fifty Shades of Grey had been written about a was a I would not know. I also a, don't know if I would have heard about it though. So like that's yeah, where the key it's comes like in. it's sort of yeah. it would be like a reverse that where we release it and say it's a fanfic of something. See what you can figure it out, and then people would like be on forums being like, Couldn't it was from this obviously, um, <laughs> it was from my thing that I like. Anyway, welcome to Fine Pairings. I'm Grace, I'm <laughs> and it is the same day it, to us, but it has been a week past to you. Wow, uh, that's why we continually talk about child stars. Anyway, so <laughs> so much you can say about. There's so much you can say. So today will be uh, my present to Claire, which is a fan fiction based on a real experience that we had, kind of. But also, Chris Evans is there. That was the prompt. <laughs> What? So, he wasn't in our childhood? 
I wish. So, Claire, yeah. <laughs> here's the fun game that I just made up. Uh, this is only going to be for your benefit because no one else is going to know what's going on. I want you to take a stab. I'm going to give you three guesses at what event <laughs> from our many, many years of friendship this fanfiction is about. Is it about when we did Fish Sticks and the talent show? It is not about when we made a comedic short <laughs> for our middle school talent show. For our show. middle school talent show two years in a row. <laughs> Very well received, it probably. It was so well received. People actually remembered it the second year. <laughs> I, I really didn't think anyone... so jazzed. It made me feel popular when they were like, when people later were like, I'm so glad that Fish Sticks 2 came back. Yes, and I was like, the sequel. And I was like, I was so sure that Ugh. we were just going to look stupid. Yeah, I'm, well, that also happened. Okay, it was not about Fish Sticks or Fish Sticks 2. That's a good guess, though. Um, can I have a hint? Was it from middle school? It is from middle school. Um, That's why you're, you're very on the right track. Okay. Um, is it, does it revolve us learning to telecommunicate? With Chris Evans. I don't... Wait, what? <laughs> Did we do that? Yeah. When? <laughs> oh, not with Chris Evans. With the no, Strauss with Brothers. the Strauss Brothers. I was like, I was like, tell me. No. I was like, tell me you didn't I... black out our whole... <laughs> I, for some reason, like, something else was coming into my brain that we oh, also okay. did, but that was not it. And I was like, I don't remember. Okay, no, me and Claire uh, pretended we could telecommunicate with Matilda Nicole Sprouse for, like, there's maybe no a full we, summer. Yeah, there's no proof we didn't, but Della also there's Nicole, no proof that I would we still did. hit that. <laughs> <sighs> no, it is not. A, we do not learn how to telecommunicate with Chris Evans and some other random person. That is a good guess, though. Okay, um, you have one more guess. Oh my god. Um, you're in such a good, like, place, so if you don't get it, you're gonna kick yourself. I'm but so, I know, I'm like, so... One more guess. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm really... I'm, You've narrowed it down quite a bit, from, like, kindergarten to now. Yeah, I was, like, <laughs> so, I was trying to think of, like, when, like, peak Grace and Claire that Definitely middle were, school. Definitely and, middle school. like, we were probably the... The material is most rich from the middle school days because it's most rich from everyone's middle school days. <laughs> it is. Well, especially with, like, crushes on celebrities. Yes. Except for maybe you, college. Yeah. But that's not typical. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. That's middle fair. school, college. I just decided to not continue to side, quick sidebar. <laughs> with all of my celebrity crushes, I've, like, sometimes I've pondered, like, I could never just, like, pick one. There was always, like, 12 rotating ones. Mm -hmm. And so I've always mm -hmm. been, like, are you a, like polyamorous person and the answer is like no but like i can't i don't the have proof against no. that we've never tried it's that i've never tried so i can't say that you just need to be on like a dating show yeah and just like meet like 12 oh 100 i should be on the bachelor yes because right. i should it should be dudes did i tell you i know someone who knows someone who was on like the bachelor but in like sweden or some weird place as well. No. Yeah. One of my coworkers. <laughs> friend of a friend. One of my <laughs> it's very confusing. One of my old coworkers knew Colton, who like dated was like on the Bachelorette and then became mm, the next Bachelor. That sounds familiar. And someone else knew Becca, who was like the Minnesota Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. Sidebar to that, I also thought I contemplated but then forgot that I should apply to the Bachelorette when I was looking for a job. Maybe I'll still do it. Anyway, just do that like, anyway. Alright, you have one more guess. <laughs> then I'm gonna just um, tell you. <laughs> okay. I I don't really have. Uh, was my last my last guess is did is Chris Evans appearing in the creek that Karen made us walk in, and we came up with the song about how the water was cold? No, it is. 
basically because we're two terrible people who were just torturing our poor friend. To be fair, that was a song that we knew from Fire, so like yes. it, it was a natural conclusion to that event. Yes. No, it is none of those things. Damn it. I'll tell One you more the, guess. I'll tell you is the, he trying to get me in a tree? No, I will tell you the title. Okay. The Lock-In. Oh my god! <laughs> Damn it! You're right. That that was such that was such a mistake that whole night. For context, <laughs> so I feel like memories are already flooding back to you. But for just a brief synopsis, uh, at the end of eighth grade year, in our town, I don't know if this is a thing that other people do. We had an overnight lock-in. I don't know if it was officially a lock-in, but it was it was a lock-in at the local YMCA with, I think, all of the 8th graders. Yeah, it was part of our graduation. It was part of graduation. Just like your senior lock-in for high school. I didn't do that. I did. That is a bad idea. The, the senior lock-in is supposed to make sure that you don't go out and, like, binge drink and then get into a car accident. You're just gonna do that in there and also have sex with seven people. Like, Yeah, but then you're not in a car accident. Fair. You're so. not dead. You just have chlamydia. Yeah, but that's salvageable. <laughs> You can can hear that. You take some antibiotics and you're fine. Yes. So I would say like 60% of this is true to life and 40% is exaggerated uh, or referencing other things that happened throughout that year and like part just Chris Evans stuff that obviously didn't happen for real. Okay. Yes. So. Oh my God. That was such a night. Uh, It was. And. Be prepared to have your feelings flood I'm, just all over the place. If I could, like, forget, I mean... I don't want to forget. <laughs> it's that I always tell myself that all experiences and memories are important because it provides context to who you are as, like, a human being now. But also, that was, like, such a mistake as, like, I'm... Sh- I feel like I know what one of the things is going to happen in the fic, and, like, the things we chose to do that night. I would also say that is probably true. There, I feel like you probably remember some things that I did not, because I was really trying to, like, remember as much detail as I could, and okay. it's all just kind of a blur. Okay. So, uh, also, in in fan fiction, um, I don't know, stereotype, I... <laughs> I put us in archetypes more than we actually were. So to my to my real life past friends, I apologize. And also to Claire. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, I feel like I, none of us are gonna Because that out. is a good fan fiction uh, yeah. way to write things. Because I could not for the life of me remember the specifics of what actual people said. So, without further ado, the lock-in. Eighth grade was slowly crawling towards the end of the year at Washington Middle School. A fact that was not lost on a group of friends who knew their destiny was to be separated once high school arrived. Attending different high schools only meant being across town, but Anna, Lexi, Carmen, Grace, and Claire could all feel that their friendship would be changed after the year ended. <laughs> okay, first off, do you know who all those people are supposed to be? Because I did change the names. I feel like yes. Okay, if not, you might figure it out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure based on who our friend group was mm-hmm. and kind of There's a not, nod at their names. Yes, not every single person, because there were more people, but that just made it too complicated, so yeah, I only had night three. That was complicated enough. Fair. All right. It really sounds like I'm saying we were in a drug ring, and it was it was regular eighth grade drama. We were just weird. <laughs> the weirdness of us, plus our friends, who are also weird. Yeah. Luckily, before the year fully subsided, the girls would have lots of events to look forward to together. Spring fling, graduation, the end of the year talent show, and tonight, the much-anticipated overnight at the local YMCA. During school dances, Claire, Grace, and Lexi often found each other awkwardly staring in disbelief at the other students slow dancing too closely, with the boys creeping their hands into the back pockets of their dance partners. Rumors swirled that couples were making out under the bleachers. 
The girls would sometimes laugh in the corner of the darkened gym and dare one another to run under to disrupt whoever might be tucked away. Anna, who had the distinct privilege of having an older sister to teach her the ways of makeup, clothes, boys, and middle school politics, maturely disputed these rumors, making kissing seem like no big deal, when everyone quietly disagreed that it was. <laughs> <laughs> With these images in the back of their minds and the never-ending buzz of crushes, everyone or everyone wondering what antics would ensue on this night in which the entire 8th grade class would be minorly supervised for 10 hours. In true fan fiction form, I did not edit this, so I might be, like, live editing Oh, no. A when bit. I was reading mine, I was sort of, <laughs> I, like, proofread it once, but anyone who knows me knows my proofreading is, like, I read it inside my head, and I shouldn't do that. Nope. <laughs> so, like, you know I love bad fan fiction, so this is why, because I feel their pain. Okay. I'm never wanting to edit anything. All right. Claire, an avid visitor of the YMCA's indoor pool, was hoping to see her crush that night as well. Her crush at the moment was not a fellow Washington middle school classmate, but a lifeguard at the YMCA. At 16 years old, Chris Evans was the perfect recipient of Claire's affections. He was blonde, muscular, young enough to be attainable, and most importantly, Claire never had to actually confront her feelings for him. Remains true to this day. It is so true. She could swim, spot him looking at her, and wonder for hours if he was looking at her with a special glint in his eye or if he was simply doing his job. It can be both. It can be both. <laughs> Is there a time we get to swim? Asked Claire to Carmen at the lunch table on Friday afternoon. Huh? Carmen said, adjusting her glasses and looking up suddenly as if she'd been lost in thoughts about her chicken sandwich moments before. At the lock-in, Claire specified, taking a big bite of a potato wedge. Will they have the pool open? Oh, no, I don't think so. It's just us. Carmen shrugged. What do you mean? Claire asked, trying not to seem distressed. She had been banking on Chris being on being on the lifeguarding staff, N knowing having her friends around her might give her the confidence boost she needed to catch his eye. There isn't going to be, like, staff there. It's just the students and the teachers who are supervising, Carmen stated plainly. Yeah, and the swimsuits weren't on the list of things to bring, Lexi popped in. So I doubt that's going to be part of the activities planned. We could sneak in. Grace stared casually. <laughs> would say that. <laughs> the, pool, the whole pool has windows around it. Everyone would see us, Lexi retorted. Ooh, what about the hot tub? Grace threw back. Stop, Lexi whined. <laughs> Always the one to worry about getting in trouble. Yep, I know who these people yep. are. <laughs> Claire moped silently, finding that her expectations were going to be met. Luckily, a discussion of other activities the night had in store brought Claire's spirit back around and reminded her of the good times that were to be had a few short hours ahead. At 9 p.m. that night, the cars of middle school moms piled into the otherwise cleared parking lot of the YMCA. Claire swung her duffel bag out of her mom's car with a quick bye and shuffled towards the line of students that were slowly accumulating through the entrance doors. A few feet ahead of her, she spotted Grace with her mom, passing through the staff bag check. As she walked past them, Claire yelled towards her, causing Grace to turn, wave, and meander near the wall and wait for her friend to join her. The two twittered with excitement, going up on tiptoe in order to try and collect the rest of their group. Once everyone was together, the group awkwardly stood in a circle, holding their floppy, oversized bags and backpacks, deciding what to do next. We need to find a place where we're going to sleep right away, Anna started. We aren't going to sleep, are we? Carmen raised an eyebrow towards her. No, no, I mean a place to put our sleeping bags, Anna replied. A base camp. I want a place we can sleep at least for a little, Lexi added, shifting from one leg to the other. We should all find a place we think is best and then come back here and see who found the best one, Grace suggested, <laughs> always ready to win a competition that she made up. <laughs> yeah, this sounds, this sounds real. <laughs> 
That's gonna take forever, Carmen argued. Let's just split up and scope everything out. Fine, I'll go with Claire if you guys want to go together, Grace gestured at the other three girls. The girls dropped their bags in a pile under the watchful eye of the check-in staff and began to explore. Grace, having taken gymnastics at the Y for a couple years, automatically dragged Claire towards the practice space, thinking the trampoline would be the most fun place to set up camp. Claire protested, saying the room was much too large and full of chalk. Everyone will hear us. We won't be able to do anything. <laughs> Grace assessed the room again, a smattering of other girls already messing around on the trampoline. You're right, Grace said defeated. Where should we look next? Grace thought, er, Claire thought for only half a second before leading the way to their next destination. Claire and Grace made their way down a tile staircase, chlorine scenting the air. I'm pretty sure they'll be locked, Grace huffed. But if they're not, how funny would that be? Spend the night in the men's locker room? Claire whispered. <laughs> I'm like Tina Belcher. <laughs> you really are. Um, not inaccurate. Not but... inaccurate. Um, Grace tried to stifle her laugh, uncertain if they were even allowed to be on the lower level. Claire found the bottom step and reached for the doorknob, looking quickly up at Grace in anticipation. The knob gave away. Oh my god, they didn't lock it. Claire stared at, her, at it wide-eyed as Grace shoved her in, just in case anyone was able to hear them. <laughs> the locker room was dark, and the two girls peered at the lockers, unsure of what to do next, when Grace was struck with a thought. <gasps> Maybe the, pool to, the door to the pool is open. Grace quickly, quickly raced towards the entrance, through the showers, careful not to slip on the still damp tile. She pushed the handle and the door swung open, only for Grace to see how fully directly in line this entrance was with the glaring windows on the main floor. <laughs> she swiftly shut the door again, taking a breath to regain herself. She made her way back to the lockers. What are you doing? She asked Claire, who had opened several lockers in her absence. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> Claire startled. You're snooping. No, I'm checking the locks. Have you found anything? Grace asked, ignoring her friend's obvious lie. <laughs> Not really, Claire alluded. Are you looking for something? Grace wondered at Claire's odd demeanor. What? No, Claire said, too defiantly. What's going on? <laughs> Grace pressed, knowing her friend was behaving strangely. <laughs> you know how I haven't had a crush in a while? Claire started. Yeah. It just isn't on any of the boys at school. Uh-huh. There's this lifeguard here. Grace realized once again where they were. <gasps> we have to find his locker. Yes, Claire agreed. <laughs> <laughs> the two spread out, careful to close doors they opened and not create too much havoc. How do we know which one is his? Grace called, in, called to Claire in a different row of lockers. His name is Chris, Claire answered. He's in high school and blunt. I don't know if that <laughs> helps. <important>. Yeah. <laughs> All the lockers have the same stuff in them. This literally sounds like something that could have happened. <laughs> He's blonde. I don't know how that helps me. See if there's blonde hairs on the suits, idiot. <laughs> He's hot. See if it smells like him. Does it smell hot to you? Yeah. And you're like, I... I don't... It smells like chlorine. Um, anyway. Uh... He's in high school and blonde. I don't know if that helps. All the lockers have the same stuff in them. Grace began looking higher up in the small shelf that sat at the top of each locker. Chris Evans? Grace asked, spying the name on some employee list left in a stray shelf. Maybe. Claire made her way to Grace, looking over her shoulder. It must be. He's the only Chris on the employee list. What's he like? He's a lifeguard, Claire said, <laughs> dreamily unable to think of a better description of the boy she admired. Accurate. Have you asked him out? No, I don't even know if he knows who I am, and he's in high school. You'll be in high school in, like, four months. <laughs> Not <laughs> been true. <laughs> a twinge of sadness passed between the two, a reminder that their friendship would soon be changing. 
Claire heard the scramble of footsteps overhead, bringing her back to the present. We should probably get out of here before someone comes looking for us. Yeah, we should, Grace agreed, leading them out towards the hallway. Later that night, the group had settled on a place to nest. Carmen, Lexi, and Anna, faring no better in procuring a secluded spot, had agreed on the small landing at the bottom of the stairs that sat just outside of the men's locker room. Yep. <laughs> this actually happened. <laughs> we were fully on a tile floor outside of the men's locker room. We're just in this weird little cave at the bottom of some stairs. Like, I can't remember why we picked, like, I'm sure we picked it because it was quiet, but, like, I don't get where everyone else slept. It was just a very confusing I don't know night. where everyone else was sleeping. I do remember someone in our group was like, we need privacy. And so this is going to talk about our stuff. <laughs> anyway. Um, the girls had dragged their sleeping bags and pillows, laying them out to pad the tile floor and claim their territory. After running around the Y and taking part in some of the planned activities, the group found themselves back in their headquarters, ready to partake in their own games. Grace, who had bought herself a camcorder early in the year, had started filming some of the non-important moments that always confused onlookers when they rewatched after the fact. <laughs> After filming a few moments, she put the camera down and made an announcement. I have a surprise, she ex exclaimed, dramatically turning towards her duffel bag to rifle through it. From the bag, she produced half a dozen plastic glasses to pass around, and after that, a miniature bottle of wine. Wait, did this happen? This did not happen, but this is something I wanted to do, so oh, I okay. added it in. I was, yeah, I was like... No, we had, uh, like, bubbly juice? Yeah, I was like, we had, like, I, thought, I was like, I thought we had juice. Yes, <laughs> but in my... Okay, so this is alluding to something that I wanted to happen. So okay, okay, this sense. is what Grace wanted. This is my, uh, and I feel like this is more fan fiction. Okay, yeah. this was the moment, because I was this like, I sneaking one. well, I was like, I remember the plastic cups. I was like, fuck, was that wine? It, oh, God, can you imagine if I just, like, didn't tell you? One. I don't think Lexi it's that would have lost her mind. Flip her shit. Anyway, okay, and a miniature bottle of wine. Wait, is that real? Lexi asked, <laughs> leaning in to examine the red contents of the bottle. It is. I did Grace. not look ahead. This is just exactly <laughs> we how We just Lexi... know our friends. <laughs> yeah. You know, Lexi would have reacted. It is. Grace proclaimed proudly. I found it in my fridge. <laughs> how did you get that through the bag check? Anna asked. I didn't think there would be one, she said, rolling her eyes. But they said if my mom was with me, with me I must be fine. They didn't even look in my bag. I wanted to make a real toast with you guys. Well, I want some, Carmen asserted, reaching her glass out. The small bottle couldn't, uh, didn't contain much wine, so each girl only received about a fourth of a glass. Grace set up the camera once more to record a momentous occasion. Okay, Grace announced. Not too loud, now that the illegal beverage couldn't be easily concealed. I want to make a toast. To our friendship. To our friendship, the group repeated. Always let it live, Carmen added a little bit more loudly. Never let it die, Anna continued. <laughs> The girls giggled, nervously looking around in an attempt to see who would taste the wine first. Anna was the first, but bore little reaction. Claire managed to take a sip. Initially, she didn't taste much, but then the bitterness washed over her tongue. She couldn't hide her grimace as the rest of the girls produced similar responses. Mmm, Carmen mused. Ugh, Lexi responded. <laughs> I've had wine once before. It's not that bad. Anna shrugged, taking a second sip. It does sound like Anna. The girls attempted more sips, slowly emptying their glasses. No, so what actually happened was I brought, like, a, what is it called? Like, sparkling juice? Yeah, you, yeah. But I remember, like, very vividly that day opening my fridge at home and seeing, like, I don't know if it was, like, a single, like, a, it was, like, a small bottle of wine. Yeah. Like, from, like, Where a present. Where like, two glasses. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, we can make a real toast if it's real alcohol. Like, then it could be, like, a real thing. Yeah. And I really, really thought hard about it, and I was like, I can't do this. But then when I got there... 
they actually didn't check my bag because I was with my mom. Like, oh exactly like yeah, this. And yeah. I was like, fuck, I could have brought that wine. <laughs> Damn it. So, no, this is just what I hoped. This is my, like, uh, the secreting it out into the world. <laughs> the AU in which you could have snuck in which wine I into our eighth grade into eighth That would have been very fanfic Right? I know. That's why I threw it in. So I was like, this is just a better story. Anyway. The night wore on with various antics. Grace suggested a game she made up called Circle of Truth, Uh a game where one player asks the question, each other player answers it honestly, but the question asker must also answer the question. This is a game I made up in middle school. It was very stupid. This is is a game that's just everyone answers a question. (laughs) But like, okay, so in in my middle school brain, I was like, ew, the like twist, it's like truth or dare, but no one's good at making up dares, so it's just truth, but... If you are bold enough to ask a question that's, like, scandalous, you also have to answer it. But in my brain, I was like, I just want to tell them things. <laughs> I, think, so. I think the way this game rounds itself out is if you were actually drinking, you can either answer or drink. Fair. Yes, and that so would have been a fun game. So it's like, I see, I like see how the context of making this a drinking game would then make <laughs> That's what it children like... do, is they make up drinking games that don't have consequences because they yes. don't have enough they don't have, to make yeah, they it don't, real. Yeah. Uh, and they don't understand that, like, it's like, it is funny because they're like, and if you don't tell, you're in trouble. You have to take a drink. Yeah. And you're just, like, you have to, you have X consequence, which, which isn't real. Which, if you've ever played, which we have, mm. a drinking game that is clearly written by a child, <laughs> where it's like, when we watched the One Direction movie mm-hmm. and played the drinking game with it, and we got shwasted oh in, like, God. ten minutes. Oh, because, like, 13-year-olds are like, take a drink every time they wink at the camera, or, like, blink, or yes, look at yeah. the audience, or, yes. like... <laughs> the one that messed us up was we were watching One Direction, and one of the things was, every time, like, Liam, like gestured with his hand which is always everyone's constantly doing that so (laughs) i don't know how like friends we were at this moment but i had a boyfriend who was sober and like i was under 21 so i was not drinking a whole lot anyway but he like really over exaggerated to me how much his friends drank and at one point he said he was with his friends and they were gonna play like drinking game version of monopoly and he said that the rules ended up being Every time they landed on something, they had to take a shot. And I was like, what? do you mean a drink? And he was like, no, a shot. And I it was like, do you, that's just taking 12 shots and then not playing Monopoly anymore. Like, like that's not a game. Like <laughs> That can't a, be true. Either they were joking and you didn't understand. Take a <laughs> shot every time you land on chance. Sure. Take a drink every time you pass. You roll go. a six or what? I, like, like you know, take a drink. Yeah, right. Like take your friends drink. are either idiots or you're misunderstanding. No, this it's like take game. a drink every time you pass go and take a shot every right. time you go to jail. Like, sure. That's, yeah. That's a that's a monopoly. Or like take game. a shot to get out of jail. Like there, I'm sure there's a monopoly. Drink yes, game. that instead of paying anyway. <laughs> your mortgage, you take a shot. Like, yeah. Yeah. Every time you run out of money, you take a shot. I don't know. I'm, but like you can't. It's not a drinking game if you can't play the game because you've drinking too much in the first ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's just drinking a lot. No, that's minutes. just an elk. That is just an alcohol. That I think it, he also thought hour of power. You took an actual shot every minute. No, right? No. I, he was just really dumb. No, this is uh, <laughs> this is every fanfic that I've ever read or any of my mm-hmm. friends have ever read. Where or when we would read them in college, where it would I be drank like, a whole bottle of vodka and then. And then, drove home. And then <laughs> drove home, barely hung over the next day. Not at and all. And then you split a beer and, and you, you black drink. out. <laughs> and you're like... No, I very specifically remember this picture. And you're like... Uh. And it, she was drinking two handles of vodka every night. And then she split a beer. And was tipsy. And or was whatever. tipsy. And yes. I was like, 
No. She's dead. <laughs> You're a ghost. That's You're not how alcohol works. At what point? She actually just had a gluten allergy. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you're like, if no. you're tolerant, you're either drinking water and are allergic and to lying. beer or... <laughs> That'd be but... a really funny prank to play on, like, a teenager. Like, if I was a shitty mom, I'd be like, oh, like, just rim the top of the vodka with actual vodka, but fill it with water and just be like, you want to, like, take a shot just to see how it is? And, like, just no. pure water. My parents would let me... <laughs> When I was a kid, my parents would let me take a sip of their beer. But when you're a kid, I think it was beer a... still tastes bad depending on the kind of beer. So no, like, no, no. I get it. And I th- and it's like so. It's a, I think looking back on it, I think it was like a convoluted way to like because I would be like six and my like when I was like sip and it wasn't a sip. My mom would like put her finger like on the top of the bottle, like she would like put like a drop of beer on my on her finger, and then you would taste it, and then it would Ew. be like. Super bitter, but then what also like taste like taste. Skin. <laughs> yeah, no. What a weird way to do that. No, and it was so that you could just taste a little, but then mm. mostly you were like, "Oh, this is horrible." And so I had zero interest in drinking alcohol until I was in college. Fair. Until then, peer pre- not peer pressure, but peer pressure in that my friends were having fun, Morbid and curiosity. I was like, "I'm going to try it." <laughs> Me now. too. All right, back to our antics. Nails were painted, food was smuggled down, and the girls were starting to get bored. Anna had brought along a new fortune-telling board game that seemed more meant to make the player reveal secrets about their crushes. The group huddled around to start, awkwardly placing the board game pieces on the uneven fabric floor of their quarters. Okay, Claire, you landed on a reveal card. Read it out loud, Anna instructed. In two months, you and your crush will have a very romantic evening, but only if you reveal their name now, Claire read. Ooh, the group cooed scandalously. Guys, Claire doesn't have a crush. Carmen swayed, disappointed in the lack of a new secret. Yes, she does, Grace spat out defensively before realizing it wasn't her secret to tell. <laughs> Claire looked from Grace to the rest of the group, unsure of what to say. Who is it? Lexi jumped in excitedly. It's not a big deal, Claire said, trying to play it cool. Is it Dylan? Anna guessed. No. <laughs> if only. <laughs> Brian? No. James? No, it isn't anyone from school. Okay, a celebrity doesn't count, Carmen warned. Not a celebrity, a high school guy. Carmen and Lexi exchanged impressed looks. So who is it? Lexi asked again. Claire straightened up, putting on an air of coolness. His name is Chris, she stated. (laughs) Chris Evans. She glanced at Grace for confirmation. He's in high school, and he's a lifeguard here. He hasn't really asked me out yet, though. (laughs) But you think he might? Anna asked anxiously. (laughs) Yeah, Claire confirmed. Well, now that I've said it out loud, the fortune telling will confirm. I thought he was going to last time we talked, but he must have been too shy, Claire lied, hoping hoping to build her confidence in her crush with a good story for her friends. He kept saying how good I looked in my swimsuit, she added. This does sound like me. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Anna exclaimed. Being around a boy in a swimsuit is like being halfway to being naked around a boy. 100% 100% Claire blushed to not wanting Anna to add anymore. <laughs> Grace, it's your turn. <laughs> she pushed, taking the eyes off. Halfway to being naked. <laughs> halfway to being naked with a boy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is she wrong? Yes. But... <laughs> but, like, that's exactly what she would have said in yes. <laughs> Oh, good times. All right. Grace, it's your turn. She pushed, just taking the eyes off her and, and her inflated relationship with Chris. However, she found herself distracted the rest of the game, thinking about what Anna had said about being half-naked around a boy. (laughs) As the night grew later and later, the girls were falling ill to the woes of sleep deprivation. Yep. (laughs) While they had all been together for many a sleepover, none of of them had stayed up for so many hours. And with the ever-present clock ticking down to the end of eighth grade year, tensions were starting to run high. 
As the sun was just beginning to rise, the girls remained in the dark stairwell with only other teenage girls to bounce their energies off of. Uh-oh. No one could say for certain how everything had turned so sour. Maybe a remark said a little too sarcastically. Maybe a dirty look thrown across the circle. Maybe an insult made under someone's bre- breath that wasn't meant to be heard. It may not ever be known for sure, but the group was starting to unravel when Carmen, perhaps with good intentions, said, We should go around the circle and say our least favorite things about each other. <laughs> Which actually happened. I was like, I also can't pinpoint and the I'm moment. I'm pretty sure it was Carmen. <laughs> I also think it was <laughs> Oh, good times. All right. <sighs> the group froze. Surely this would not be a cathartic way cathartic in the way Carmen may have imagined, but merely a chance to take each other down and tear them apart. I the, think gr- the rationale <laughs> the rationale, if I remember was like, correctly, get it out in the open. Yes, it was that the rationale was we have to say it so that we can quote be better for high school. So you need to know what I forgot that was the reason. There oh was my a reason. God. It was the stupidest I it, reason. I thought it was just to be like, clearly there's tension. Like, let's just say what's going on. No, it was done. Do you in... remember how we started fighting? Like, what happened? Because I could not, for the life of me, be like, this is how this started. It's that. <laughs> it's that... I just remember we were all suddenly, like, clearly mad at each other. It was, yeah. So so, so someone re- suggested <laughs> that in order to make, in order to ensure that we went into high school as our best selves. That was not the start of it, was it? Really? Yes. No way. Yeah. It was <laughs> I thought that, that was like a climactic moment. No. It was like, I don't, is that we were like going around probably telling like, uh, like telling truths and like doing whatever Truth bullshit. Or something. And then someone suggested that, <clears throat> someone suggested that we um, they were like, okay, be like we need to be blatantly se- truthful with yeah, each that, other. That we're like, we need to be serious. And if we're going to be like, we if, be if we need, if we're going to go into high school as like our best selves, <laughs> then we need to go around and as best friends, no shame, tell each other what, like a Carmen like, <laughs> what, what we find most annoying about one another so that they can fix it over the summertime. And we all were like, uh... And then I think... It kind of started. And then I think we started and then quickly realized it was a terrible idea. Because I think we all started being like, oh, well, you could do this more. Like, we were trying to, like, really, yes. like, gently sugarcoat yes, everything. Yes, we were, and like, really it, like, sugarcoating it. Flailed. It's that we were really sugarcoating it. And then I don't remember if there was, like, a trigger point where, like, it suddenly, like, flared into... It's that we, it eventually did, but yeah, I can't remember like if someone said that, a truth that was too real or something. Yeah, it's that we were all. That. It's that I just remember we were all being really tired, and then all yes. of a sudden tensions just like spiked. Yes, and so because <laughs> so, like God, I, it was so stressful. I feel like what it was, I, what I think what happened, if my reach is that we started <laughs> trying to sugarcoat it, and then someone suggested we not do it anymore. Yeah, but we had already done maybe we were, one person. Yeah, so then we and had so, to like, not, and so everyone oh, was God. like, "No, we have to push through." And it was like, "It's for the best." This is a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so that yes, that's not how it happened in mine because I didn't remember that part at all. But that does sound like this happened how at like happened. three in the morning. Oh, so I'm sure. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I just know all of a sudden everyone was upset. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. All right, it's a bad idea. We should go around the circle and say our least favorite things about each other. The group froze. Surely this would not be because cathartic. Because be most truthful than middle school girls? And, like, in a nice way and productive, like, 
out of pure love kind Someone of way. Like, one of my dear friends now, as an adult, I was talking to her about, I was, I was talking to her on the phone and telling her about like some of my dating woes, and she gave me some very, like, good, actually good advice. Actually good advice that was actual, like, you and I both do this, and it doesn't mean that we're bad people, but this is how you could be perceived by, like, during a date. Mm -hmm. And so maybe she's like, and I do this in business as well, so try experimenting with it and see how it if goes. If it's beneficial for you. And, mm. and it, like, rocked my world. For, like, when she said it, I was like, oh, that's, like, really good advice. And then when we hung up, I was like, oh, my God, am I a terrible person <laughs> that I've been doing this for a really long time? And then the, an and the answer was, like, yeah. like sure. Was sort, of, <laughs> was sort of, like, Eh, depending on the cut, it's not bad. It's just like it's, great. it's. It was that I like talk too much, and so it was I mean, like you talk. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's not. It's not untrue, but and it was. She was like, maybe try leaving a little more space for a person you've just met to like answer answer a question. Questions. And I was like, there. there. And then I like stepped. <laughs> and then I stepped away from it, and I was like. Oh my god, am I'm I the asshole? worst? <laughs> yeah. And so then I was like, but then I was like, no, that was really important to hear. And so I sent her a very gracious text to be like, I've been thinking about it a lot. I think you're right. And I'm going to try. That's a very gracious I'm, text. I'm, I'm grateful for your friendship and the fact that you can give me this truthful. Grateful for your feedback. And, but uh, I, that is me as a 27 year old. Couldn't have done that in middle school. That is me as a 27 year old lady who's been on like many dates. Like many <laughs> dates. a life. And has been trying to like, spiritually change myself and take more ownership for my actions not me as a 14 year old girl no that's 13 13 <laughs> not even 14 you're right that fresh was... teenage years yes that was not me as a hormonal 13 year old girl <laughs> nope who was not no. ready to i want to say it's no one as a 13 year old no. girl unless you're very mature anyway okay the group froze surely this would not be cathartic in the way carmen may have imagined but merely a chance to take each other down and tear each other apart the girls nervously looked from one face to another no one wanting to confirm or deny that this was a bad idea and certainly no one wanting to go first. I don't know, Lexi began hesitantly. I don't like that Carmen acts like a know-it-all. Anna stated abruptly. <laughs> Carmen, along with everyone else, taken aback. I don't like that you act like you're better than everyone else, Carmen said more quietly. This, but this with feels like how it happened. But with no less boldness. I'm not trying to be mean, but you do. <laughs> oh my god, this is what happened. <laughs> I channeled it. I'm, tra I'm traumatized again. I took, a, I took a trip in my brain to my past. Um, is this time travel? Yes. I don't like that Lexi is always saying her mom won't let her hang out with me. Grace redirected swiftly. She does, she does say that, Lexi defended. Yeah, right. You do it all the time. If you don't want to hang out with me, just say that, Grace spat back. You don't have to lie. I don't lie, Lexi yelled, a bit too defensively now to be convincing. Claire lies way more, she said, retreating back. <laughs> this with... is exactly what happened. This is like, if these are not the exact words that happened, this is the heart of what happened. This when, is the heart of what when happened. When you were like, how did it just escalate? It's like this. Because like <laughs> I was like, I write it so dramatically, but like, I like probably. It's probably that one asshole like made it big. Anyway, I <laughs> I don't like it. Lexi yelled too convincingly. Claire lies way more. She said, retreating back with tears, threatening to break free. What? I don't lie. Claire scoffed. Come on, Claire. Anna confronted her. You do make up things sometimes. I do not. Claire said flatly. Oh yeah, you really have a high school guy that's going to ask you out, and none of us have ever met him. Correct. Anna raised an eyebrow skeptically. You're the one who's always saying you've done everything, Claire fought back. I've had wine before. I kissed a boy over Christmas break. My sister's going to bring me to high school parties this summer, Claire mocked. Yeah. You yeah. are such a brat, Anna said pointedly. 
This is stupid, Claire said, standing up and walking over to the splayed, walking over the splayed sleeping bags to the door of the locker room. With a huff, she opened the heavy wooden door just enough to squeeze inside and lock it behind her. She could hear muffled yelling on the other side of the door, but now that her friends could no longer see her, she rested her back against a locker and slid down to the ground, trying not to cry. Claire was embarrassed that she had been caught in her lie. She didn't mean to lie to her friends. She only wanted to feel as confident as they seemed, most of them having more experience with boys than she did. She feared that no boy would ever like her, and now it seemed like her friends didn't either. Yep. Ah! Said a new voice in the room. Lost. <gasps> <laughs> Lost in her thoughts, she didn't hear his soft footsteps headed towards her. Claire looked up, threw her hair, and jerked back slightly. Ah, she repeated the boy's surprise <laughs> back at him. Oh, uh, sorry, the boy apologized, seeing her saddened state. I'll, I'll go. He gestured towards the door he'd snuck through on the other side of the locker room. No, Claire stood up, quickly wiping her eyes, the confusion reorienting her sadness. You stay, I shouldn't be here anyway. To be fair, I really shouldn't be here either, so I guess we're both in the wrong. He lifted his hand to the back of his neck and shrugged. It was at this point that Claire realized who the boy was. Chris Evans. And he was shirtless. <laughs> of course he is. Claire had seen him shirtless before, of course, usually paired with a standard set of red swim, swim trunks that all the lifeguards wore, but she had never been this close to him. Damn, this is how I wish that night had gone. <laughs> this is what I wrote it for. With his arms you wrote an AU of Aaron Carter's life, and I wrote an AU of your life. Yes. <laughs> In eighth grade. With his arm raised, she, could, she couldn't help but stare at the bulging swimmer's muscles that made up his arms, along with the cute smirk he wore on his stubbled face. What are you doing here, then? Claire managed as she tore her eyes away from the teenager's arms, only enough to find his trim waist and six-pack abs. Knowing she would, be, she would be caught staring again, she brought her gaze quickly up to his perfect face. <laughs> oh, uh, well, the boss lets me get in before my shift to take a few laps while the pool's empty. Gotta keep up my stroke before the season starts again. Mm, stroke, said Claire's mind, yep. <laughs> causing her to blush. <laughs> she, she hoped he didn't have mind-reading powers, as he was clearly not a mortal being. Good. What are you doing here? He asked with pure curiosity. Long story, Claire offered, causing Chris to chuckle. Wait, I know you, don't I? Claire mm. suddenly realized. Do you? Asked Claire uncertainly. Yeah, you swim here. I'm sorry, I don't think I've ever asked your name. We probably don't go to the same school, or I'd already know, he apologized, reaching out a hand. I'm Chris. Claire, she said, looking up at him through her eyelashes, finding his intense blue eyes and offering her hand. Their hands touched, and their eyes met. Moments passed in which neither said anything, but an electric silence filled the air. The two held hands for just a second too long before Claire had pulled away. She didn't know how, but she knew he was as reluctant to let go as she was. Fantastic. I'm in here for the lock-in, Claire blurted, remembering his question from earlier. Oh, right. Claire brought his thumb to his forehead. I totally forgot about that. Damn, I'll, I'll have to sit out practice, I guess. Too bad. Maybe we could have swam together. Chris mm. bit his lip ever so slightly, looking down disappointed. I, I know I'll be back pretty soon, maybe later this week, Claire offered uncertainly. Something bold just beginning to take her over. Why wait? This is probably the weirdest way I've ever met a girl. Maybe it's fate, right? Chris shrugged and grinned. Oh, Want to go out later tonight? I work the early shift, so I'll be free. I'm going to sure. need, like, three naps first. Claire <laughs> attempted to remain her cool, her lack of sleep being the only thing truly containing her excitement. I'll be around. Sounds like fun. Cool. Chris opened a nearby locker and produced a pencil and paper. I just need your number, and it's a date. Claire scribbled his, her number down, taking longer than she'd like to admit to remember it in her fog of enthusiasm and sleep deprivation. It's a date, she confirmed. Well, I guess I better go. Nothing keeping me here this morning. He turned to put on his worn t-shirt and gather his things. 
I'll see you tonight. He motioned to leave when Claire's worried mind began to think that this all may be a hallucination and she'd never actually see Chris again. Wait! She said, causing Chris to turn around. Chris's new, er, Claire's newfound boldness overcame her, and she grasped a handful of the boy's t-shirt and yanked him down to her level. For the briefest of seconds, she looked into his eyes before crashing his lips into, into her. Yes! His urgency me. me! His urgency ma matched hers, as if they had been waiting for this moment for months as opposed to minutes. As they kissed, time stopped and, Cla time stopped and Claire forgot everything that happened over the last ten hours. She only knew this Chris. Chris Evans felt so right. <laughs> the two broke apart and gasped, unsure of what had overtaken them both. Whoa. Chris whispered softly, bringing his thumb gently to, up to his mouth. I, I'll see you later, he said, slightly dazed, as he wandered his way back toward the outside world. Claire, with the sudden knowledge of what she'd done, sat down, mouth agape, unsure of what to do next. Her eyes found the door, and she remembered her feuding friends outside. Mind reeling, she opened the door. The girls were no longer angry, but had found themselves in a share circle of mush as they exclaimed how much they would miss each other at the end of the year. I'm so sorry, Claire, and rushed her. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Claire stated, giving no further reason. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> the girls eventually decided to sleep in order to restore themselves after their very emotionally draining fight and conversations. But unfortunately for them, it was only an hour or so before their parents would be there to pick them up. As a staff member began waking up groups of groggy teens, the girls stretched and sloppily began compiling their things. Claire wondered if what had happened in the locker room had even happened at all. She was glad to have fun with her friends, and that things were all right in the end between them, but a sense of melancholy swept over her as she, as she assumed what had occurred was nothing more than a beautiful dream she could cherish. She would not be able to confirm anything at all, until several hours later, when an unknown number would call her home, and a new but familiar voice would ask, Hi. Is Claire home? <laughs> <laughs> the end. It was all real. It was real. <laughs> like the opposite the of your fanfiction. This is, yeah, this is like the type of bold. But I also thought was, this was a very good rendition of us at middle school. <laughs> yeah. But also, did I tell you about how I like, so in my like old age, I'm trying to get bolder. And I once gave my number to a guy in my building that I met during a fire alarm. <laughs> <laughs> no. So quick story, fire alarm went up, we're all standing in our like PJs with our like winter coats on over mm -hmm. it, like out in front of the building. Yes. With like retainers just all looking gross, but it's dark out. Yep. And I'm talking to this guy and he like had just moved in and blah, 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 blah. And uh, like, and he was like, oh, like nice talking to you. And I realized like we, like we all go up to the same floor and I'm pretty sure I knew, and I like knew which room with his and so the next morning I was feeling emboldened mm -hmm. and so I like wrote out a post-it note like it was great meeting you and like talking to you last night and like wrote my number on it and then posted it on his door oh god and luckily he's never contacted me <laughs> um and I think we parked next to each other so that was <laughs> oh god which so we've never so he lives like at one of these buildings yeah oh my god like he lives like around the corner from me <laughs> but I like did it and I was like wow I'm so proud I'm of so you and your boldness and then <laughs> Like, later I was like, oh my god, I can't live here anymore. Yes. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. I've made a huge mistake. So I just yes. don't go. The, I never would go in the direction of his apartment before, and I don't anymore. No. <laughs> so, and then one I'm day... I never see him again. And then one day, and I was like, man, good thing he's never contacted me, because he probably has a girlfriend and thought that was weird, or I don't know. <laughs> and then, like, two months later, I got in my car, and I was, like, leaving, and all of a sudden I look over, and I'm like, oh my god, that's him. Oh my. That's his car. Oh my god. 
he got into this I don't think he saw me because like he was on my passenger side and mm. so like he didn't see me but yes. I was like oh shit this is like whatever the opposite of a this is the moment. <laughs> this is like on the one hand I was like hashtag hallmark meet cute like this was our opportunity but also I was like that's not how real world life works but also maybe the poster note just fell off and like he maybe. never knew maybe. it's true anything could have happened or maybe he just saw it thought was flattered and then threw it away and then forgot <laughs> I don't know or threw it away or whatever yes because I I was like there has to be some kind of dramatic fan fiction kiss in this but I was like there's no way in my brain that I can make this random boy just kiss you yeah like 10 minutes after meeting you but I feel like you in a moment of like boldness and sleep deprivation and like rage from earlier yep, feelings yep. would yep. do that no i definitely would have i definitely would have been like this is my one shot one opportunity this might see, be not even real to mm. see ah! everything you ever wanted one moment <laughs> would you capture it or just let it slip and i don't is that eminem that's eminem okay. <laughs> it's sweaty weeks <laughs> week. something bobbing on a sweater already, already Mom's Mom's spaghetti. Spaghetti. all right <laughs> So I hope you enjoyed that retelling of our childhood. I, I love that. I was really afraid when you were like, it's the lock, and I was like, oh, this oh, is no. not a flat ring story. Where did you think it was going to go? I couldn't figure out where it was going to go, and so I was like, so that's why I was like very worried, because I was like, when, I, when I've when i told some of my friends about how we as 8th graders during a lock-in decided we were going to tell each other. How to most, be better people. Like, how to be better nice. And they were all like, Everyone I have ever told that was like, why would you think that was a good idea? Because <laughs> we are so sleep deprived. Every time I'm like, it wasn't my idea, but you're right. I didn't stop it. This we should have just been like, this is a bad idea. Go to bed. This is one of those classic, <laughs> nothing good choices. happens after 2 a.m. Like, again, a classic, like, you participated because you didn't stop it. Mm-hmm. All of us mm-hmm. could have been like, I think it's mm-hmm. a bad idea. Maybe let's just play some checkers and go. Well, to it sleep. was like especially bad because, like, obviously you and me were very close, and like me and Lexi were pretty close. Yes. But then we also had some like side friends that were yes. there. Like there was maybe like eight or nine of us. No, and so it was like you know a person who like I was only kind of friends with because she was friends with another. Pr- and so like it was just yeah. this weird dynamic of like. I think not a group of all best friends, but like some really close friends and some like just friends. And I think what happened was that the like. For lack of a better word, the side characters were like in this story. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's that it's that the people who like jump started. Here's what's annoying about you was not it not was, friends. It was like the, yeah, it was the people who were like lightly frenemies, and so they were like, "This is what's terrible about you." And then like the other people would be like, "No, but like in a loving way." And so then when your best friend like confirms it, then you're like, "What?" <laughs> like. What? No, no, I wouldn't be like that. I'm not like that. And then the rest of that night was terrible because then everyone started to cry and then like hide around the Y. But we needed to like get back together to like. I don't remember hiding after that. Oh, do not. I do not. No, literally what I remember is what I've written. Pretty okay. much. I remember. Uh, I remember I had my camcorder. I remember I brought sparkling juice. I remember. I feel like we like did stuff in the in the trampolines or like I don't really remember what the like activities were yeah, supposed to I be yeah, I um remember. I remember like having to find a place to sleep yeah uh, I remember someone wanting privacy which is why we ended yeah. up near the men's locker room yep um and I remember I don't even remember if we slept or not I don't think we did we slept for again like maybe an hour because yeah. what happened so what happened was after the truth telling then someone like I think 
Carmen. Like, <laughs> I like how we're still using the Yeah, I name. think Carmen. Just to protect our three friends' identities. <laughs> so what ha- So the sensitive members of the group were like, they scattered to the four corners of the YMCA. <laughs> and then like, and then what happened oh, was God. like, was like you, me, it's like the different factions of the group yeah, would be like, up. we need to get everyone back together to heal the wound that we have just opened. Was it Lexi, like, ran away? Yes. Okay. Like, I, and, then her, of... and then a side character friend went with her. Yes. It was like... Okay, it's starting to come well, back to me. Well, it would sort of be like... So, like, Lexi was crying in one place, and then we couldn't find her. And so then, as we split up, then as you were wandering by yourself, you're like, wait, I'm also sad? And so you would then cry. I also go <laughs> And so then you would go hide. Someone else would go hide and cry. And so then when you would find one person, then you'd be Trying like, where's everyone else? Fr- oh, and so God. it was like... Can so- you imagine being like a staff member that had to go through this shit? And we had to get a teacher involved. We did. I guess I distinctly remember like a like... Maybe it was like a student teacher or like some... It was... So one of the other eighth graders' moms, who also Maybe was like somebody's was. homeroom know. teacher, Maybe she, that's what it was. Is that I remember there was, being an adult there at some point. Because she like I don't remember how she got involved, but she came down to like our weird little locker room. We were room probably cave. yelling. Yes. <laughs> like she yeah. probably heard us and was like, and, "This is bad." Like came to our came down to our little cave and basically was like. Let's not. <laughs> Let's not. And maybe you all just need to sleep and like stop. Like talking, stop fighting, <laughs> stop talking. I don't remember how she resolved it, but we all like were basically. She was like, "You all need to be quiet, and so thus you can't be having this argument anymore." <laughs> and you need all to need to sleep. like, and so we all like laid down, uh, and we got like literally an hour of sleep, and then we all went home, and then that happened on maybe like Friday, and by Monday we like all when we all got dropped off by like carpools, buses, etc. We were all like. I'm really sorry about what happened. Yeah, we're all weird. friends now. Let's not speak of it ever again. Never speak of it again. And, and then we were fine. And so it was like, like a weird. Yes. If I had, if I decided, like, I do understand now why people write very long fan fictions because I was like, oh, I could continue this very easily and make it four thousand more words. But I would have uh, added a bit more of the like ennui of ending eighth grade. <laughs> Yeah, like subplot because yeah, that yeah. was definitely a part of it. No, because yeah, it was because it was again that like half, like half the group, almost all of you guys were going to the one high yes. school, and we, me and Lexi yes. were going to the it other. It was high like school. yeah, it was like two, and I was like two. no, <laughs> yeah, it was like you two are going to the other high school. The rest of us were all going to be together. Little did we know, a year later I would move. So but that like, fucked everything. So up. Anyway, anyway, yeah, so it's like it Damn got it even there. worse. But like, <laughs> but it, but yeah, so it was like there was. It was like, I understand, on the one hand, I understand how we got to that weird place, but yeah, it was really like, we were like, oh, we're going to be, it's that we had all watched too many after school specials, Probably. we're like, you're right, let's all hold the truth stick and tell each other the how real things and that, that it's we need going to, to be hear. beautiful and no, it's wonderful. Not be. and Don't tell things... your friends the truth if you're 13, it's not going to work. No, <laughs> maybe not no even. No one needs constructive criticism at that age. No, I was like, you're already going through enough. You're going but... through a lot. Like, and you will be a different person without trying. Yeah. You're so going to change, no matter what. And you, you might not be better right away. You will probably but be just worse. maybe seek out, seek out critique. But like, Versus just having a be thrown at you. But like, when you're, yeah, when you're ready for critique. And maybe also get eight hours of sleep. That's always good. Prior to Yeah, don't do critique. this at 4 a.m. Yeah. In a YMCA. Yeah, that was, yeah. 
it just felt like we like ruined our eighth grade graduate because we were like we were having so much fun and then it like went off the rails and so I was like damn it you can't really <laughs> ask everything. the other great of eighth graders like did you have a traumatic time I feel like other people did but I would love like I don't think I keep in touch with anybody from middle school except for no. you yeah but if like by some random happenstance we like reconnect with somebody I would yeah. be really curious to see if what other shenanigans went down. No. It is funny even just talking Like, I want to know if someone had sex, because someone did. No, everyone talked about it. Our middle school class was very horny. Like, it was disturbing. Well, there was (laughs) was a rumor that went around that, like, that some that someone had at the eighth grade lock in, and so I remember that being, seems like it's like predestined to happen. And I remember being annoyed because since we had our whole drama, I like forget that like FOMO, we were having our own unique experience. <laughs> and so, but I was like FOMO that we like couldn't have heard about it like the other that, drama, <laughs> like that the other drama. It's like the eighth grade graduation is like the hangover where everyone like had a weird experience and you all wake up and you're like, where did you go? Why are you missing a tooth? (laughs) Why are you pregnant? (laughs) Yeah. It's like funny as like an adult when you like tell all of your drinking stories with your friends and you're like, where did you end up that night? Right. But it's like when I was in eighth grade, I had more FOMO. So I was like, man, I wish I could have seen. There were so many people. Yeah. And like, I could not tell you who was chaperoning that. And I'm sure it was teachers and parents. And I'm sure there was a lot of them, but we were unsupervised for almost the entire time. And so like, if we found a dark hole to find like easily to like, just, I almost put in an extra subplot of me somehow finding someone, but, like, I didn't have enough words. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sorry. it wouldn't have happened. But, like, somebody must have made out in a closet. Like, oh, somebody definitely. had sex or, like, did something weird. Definitely. Tried, tried to have sex wrong. Like, <laughs> definitely that happened. I was, yeah, the building was too big. Somebody was drunk. We were too innocent to God, have, the building like, was so big. That it's, like, if we got into the shenanigans we got into, mm-hmm. yeah, there's no way that, mm-hmm. like, a thousand so, they had a bag check for a reason <laughs> yeah they were like they yeah they were we like, know eighth graders are gonna sneak alcohol into this bullshit all right well that was a fun trip to memory oh, lane if time. any of you went to the middle school me and claire went to i really want to hear what happened on that night to you because i feel like it's interesting what's your story of the hangover or if you two? went to another school and had an eighth don't tell me about your senior lock-in because that's just gonna be too much that's messy that's gonna be an actual like someone died story and i don't need that in or someone life. has a child now someone has a child now that's a pregnant on prom night night uh but eighth grade peak drama that i can handle as an adult (laughs) i want to hear about your middle school drama yes did you break up with your boyfriend did you uh have your first gay kiss did you uh (laughs) did you think you knew what a blowjob was and you did (laughs) that's a classic one god give me those stories all right well (laughs) happy it might i think it's like two days after christmas (laughs) merry christmas and a happy beautiful present and we will perhaps see you one more time. Perhaps we will be on hiatus. Who knows? Until next time. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>